Hey everyone, welcome to your Divine Purpose Insights Podcast. I'm Laura Molitor, your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose Coach and Spiritual Activist. Thanks for joining me here today. You can subscribe to this podcast and feel free to share if you like what you hear. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. This week's topic is Own It. Well, that can mean a lot of things, of course, and along with this subject includes some disowning too. So let's dive in a bit to this. When I say own it today, I'm really referring to taking ownership of, really agreeing to individually our true nature and our purpose. It's about recognizing who we really are and owning up to our name, our nature fully without equivocating and wavering and qualifying it. We like to qualify. You know, I hope to be this or that. One day I will be this or that. I used to be this. Or I wish I were better at that or as good as someone else's at that. One day maybe I will be. Take a pause and just think about what means the most to you. Maybe more than one thing, but think about what it is that you feel you would like to bring to the world, express in it, and what ideal occupation, avocation, vocation, or just activity even seems really inviting to you and also stirs something in you that feels impactful, important, and right. There's no reason to put off accepting your name, taking ownership of your your office, your divine office, and your calling. I found this really helpful when I'm doing various things that I care about. Seems kind of silly, but there's a difference between wanting to be something, to do something, and doing our best to emulate a certain thing, and really acting from a standpoint of being what we hope to be. I can't tell you how different it feels for me when I'm reminded, and I feel like it's God that's reminding me, that I'm a healer. I don't mean that I personally can heal because I know that's a divine power and comes from a source that isn't me. But as I call myself a healer, I own that purpose. As I recognize the sincerity of that intention, I walk and work with a confidence that's not arrogance, but it's freedom because it's no longer wavering and trying, but it's being, accepting what God has called me to be and then radiating more of that quality of healing because it is me as God made me, not some hat I'm trying to put on. You like to write. You feel happy when you do it. You feel right about doing it, even when it's challenging sometimes. You're not hoping to be a writer. You are a writer. Own that. You've begun to paint, but all you do is judge your painting or compare it as if you have to maintain some certain human goal, achieve some certain goal of acceptance or an accolade to be called something that is a painter. You paint. You're a painter. You're an artist. Own that. Not only is there that starting point of confidence we get, you begin to allow the characteristics that a painter may embody to be a part of your own experience. You accept that mindset that a painter may need, that consciousness, that inspiration, because you know it isn't something separate from you to aspire to. It's who you are. I like to write poetry. 
I tend to think because I haven't done it consistently enough or because it isn't always successful writing at every sitting that I am a wannabe. I write poetry. I have been for a long time. I love doing it. It feels genuine. I am a poet. I'm owning that. That doesn't mean any particular thing in terms of my career, although it could. But what it does is recognize as valid the qualities of a poet in me and the rightness of that calling to express myself in that way as I'm led to do. Likewise, we can own qualities. I particularly like this one, leader. Do you live in a way that may help others do better, achieve more, and thrive? Do you maybe have a position where people look up to you or, or, or seek you out? Or even do we live quietly, honoring integrity and honoring decency, joy even, and peace? Then we are leaders. Know yourself this way and that the title of leader is legitimate. You lead because you walk in the light of wisdom and of right intentions. Leading isn't dominance, isn't controlling others. It is, though, being one who is inspiring others in some way, uplifting them, instructing through literal teaching or through our actions and our faithfulness to a higher ideal. Being a leader doesn't mean being perfect. It means being motivated by a desire to make a difference, truly by expressing the qualities that God has given us with that strength and certain and power that humility can bring. So call yourself a leader if you're helping in this way from your heart. I am a leader. So what can we disown? We can disown the labels that we put on ourselves. We can stop owning labels that box us in. Because the more we accept the label as our name, as our nature, the more our life is limited to that or seems to be. Stop calling yourself a loser poor, unlovable, stupid, weak, unhealthy, or even such personality labels that exclude you from greater potential. I'm too shy to speak in front of people, even though I really, really want to. That's a limiting label, and it's also an excuse. Own the desire to speak. I'm a speaker, not the label that says you can't. Disown the victim label, the ashamed label, and the, the label of middle-aged, old, stuck-in-my-ways, elderly, menopausal. We can certainly love where we are in our lives, and we don't have to try to be something we're not. But we can own who we are, which is not an age, but a quality of being, a way in which we express God's qualities today, individualized but also evolving and just right for this moment and for what we can bring to the lives of people around us. You are not your worst thought about yourself. You are God's best thought about you, what he named you, and that doesn't devolve into something not so great. His name for you is glorious, magnificent, wonderful, marvelous, and his own image made with the intention to shine, not in one day past or in the future, but to shine every day and right now. And owning the name that God gave us in who we are and in what we do 
It's not personal possession, so don't worry about losing it. It's just stepping up and claiming our rightful heritage and agreeing to be what and who we were meant to be in this moment. God keeps our name safe and sacred. He gave it to us. He's keeping it for us. You can step away from your name. You can forget it for a while, go the wrong way, try something that doesn't fit, but your name remains ready for you to reclaim. It's yours alone. It's very precise, very specific, and always intact. It's just right. And it's a beautiful name that really suits you. I know I get pretty metaphorical in all this. I'm a poet. What can I say? Um, I hope this makes some sense to you and is helpful. If you have any questions or want clarifications or want to talk more about this or about your divine purpose and spiritual journey, I would certainly just love to help you. So you can contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. We can set up a time to talk and um, discuss this more if you'd like. I'll see you next week.